bitch. Wanna know why these plants are dead? Carol fucking basket. Wanna know how that turd got there? Carol fucking basket. Wanna know how it turned gay? Carol fucking basket. Wanna know why I can't play a core right? Carol fucking basket. This here dog used to be a tiger. You wanna know how it changed? Carol fucking basket. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Bitch. Yeah. But you know those like two weeks or whatever when you go on leave and then you come back to work and you don't want to do anything? Yes. Yeah, imagine like that, except you're used to going into work and then all of a sudden they <laughs> shift it to online and it's just so easy not to want to do anything. <laughs> and that's where I'm at right now. Like I've been procrastinating. There's things I should have been doing on Monday and Tuesday that I waited until today to do. <laughs> But I've been like so busy. It's it's kind of crazy how much like time I've put in compared to how much time I was putting in beforehand. I don't know. I thought it would get easier, and only two of my classes have been easier. Yeah, dude. I realized like forty five minutes ago that it was Thursday, and I was like, shit. I have my fucking discussion post to do for both classes. But yeah, that's I'm the, just going to do it after this. It's not a big deal. That's literally my least favorite part. Is So one of my classes, my political science class, we have to go in <laughs> and every single day she gives us five topics and every single day we have to make a post um, on each of the topics and then we have to comment on at least three of our fellow students topics three do you have to reply yeah. and dude i hate that shit yeah so we have to we have to go in and respond to her questions every single one of them and then oh, I, I hate when teachers do that like dude fuck you you're not that cool your questions aren't that important yeah and now since we're online she got rid of the exam so that's like worth 30 percent of our grade and it's my least favorite thing to do i hate it <laughs> but i have to do it because it's worth 30 percent of my grade people find ways of making themselves important nick yeah and then she does it to where like you have to read the material otherwise you're not like you can't just bullshit your way through the questions and Dude. i'm really good at bullshitting and so am i possible and i'm so mad that's the fucking worst part of this history class is that like uh, honestly, out of all the classes I've taken, this is the first time I've read anything. And he's marking me down for shit. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, dude, fuck off. Like, no one cares. No one cares about... I'm glad I'm recording this. <laughs> Damn it. Just cut that out, please. Nope. That's going in. Uh, indentured indentured servants is what I meant. So if anyone had really researched history, you would know that we were founded on English indentured servants. So... Not African slavery. Um, should we begin? Since Jared's not joining us. Yeah, this why not? Boy. Let's fucking do it. Alright, so this week we're going to talk about um, what it seems like everybody in the world is talking about. Nick, what has the, Tiger King. the best thing since coronavirus happened to the world... I mean, it has been a terrible tragedy, and I'm sure that, that everyone is pretty sad about coronavirus. However, we can all look forward to the Tiger King. I'd, yeah, I would have I would have never watched Tiger King if it wasn't for all the downtime I had hell over the past no. three weeks. Do you, do you remember being like uh, 
10, 11 years old. Your mom believed your fake story about having a fever because you fucking put it on the lamp and then showed it to her. And you'd stay home. And what did you watch on TV? Some prices, right? You know, uh, some Wheel of Fortune. And then the good shit came on. And we were all watching Maury and Jerry Springer. And this is literally the 2020 version of staying home while you're sick and watching Jerry Springer. So I saw a meme today and it was comparing Tiger King to Game of Thrones and had uh, Carol was uh, Cersei, uh, Joe Exotic with Jon Snow. (laughs) Um, The dude with the long blonde hair was uh, Doc Doc Atkin at, at something no 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 the guy that worked at uh oh the like drunk dude at the end yeah the the dude that was like filling up gas tanks in a shed full of gas cans whilst smoking (laughs) um that dude uh he was the hound i think um the uh the dude glover that joe hired to kill carol he was the Night King. Um, Fucking Jeff Lowe was uh, fuck. I forget. I'm ruining it because, but it was like perfect analogies. Like every single character fit like a perfect Game of Thrones character. Um, like the uh, James, the big fat Chucky looking dude. That was writing the. Oh my god, uh, that's just the best scene in the whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, he was the eunuch from Game of Thrones. Um, it, it was just it lined up perfectly. The the chick that was missing the hand or the arm after she got bit, bitten off by a tiger was Jamie Lannister. Um, you know, I was thinking it was, was going to go with uh, Brienne. That's where I thought that was going. Uh, no, no, no. Just because she's missing a hand, Jamie is missing a hand. Right, makes sense. Makes um, sense. Equally makes sense as the big lesbian. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a really for being so trashy. It was also very compelling to watch. Like once you watch the first episode, you're like, "Man, this is crazy!" And then you watch the second episode, you're, you're like, "Somehow this hooked. is crazier." I have yeah. not and done meth, but I'm pretty sure. Sure. I'm pretty sure this is what it feels like to do meth. I, uh, so you, the, have the you done libertarian, no, I've not <laughs> the, uh, the libertarian campaign manager, he literally cut a dude with a sword two years ago and it didn't make the show. That's how crazy the show is. <laughs> wait, wait, the Walmart manager guy. Yeah. The, the Walmart manager that worked at the counter that sold the ammunition, he, Took a sword, got in a fight with a guy, took a sword with a two foot long blade and cut a guy and went to, got arrested and it didn't make the show. That's how crazy that show is. Something that insane didn't make the cut. They're like, nah, that's not, that's not crazy enough for the show. We're looking for more. <laughs> um, so let's start out with probably the biggest question of the show. Did Carol kill Don? All right. I don't know about you, but there are literally only two fucking options. Me, personally, option one, she fed his ass to a tiger. Like, that's 
Uh, I don't know how you could rule that out under any circumstance, but that's where I'm going with it. She fed his ass to a tiger, right? Seems pretty easy, cut and dry, really hard to track. Uh, especially just the like running into people at three in the morning the month before or the day before he goes missing and then there's just so much like the um well it wasn't not the will the will is also super strange and that's the for a little bit later but the um it's not the missing persons report there's something else really weird that she did about his disappearance Oh, like him never going to get the deeds or anything, right? So there's a whole yeah. bunch of shit into him being fed to a tiger, which seems totally possible. And I mean, I fully think that that's exactly what happened. Anyway, besides that, so that's my number one. She fucking killed his ass. Like, there, how do you argue against it? Unless you had hard proof, I would just assume that that's what happened. Second, uh, he went full on like, rogue mode i mean they mentioned that he like hid money and hid gold bars and shit and they'd mentioned he had a girlfriend down in costa rica which i mean we would all like to so right Right. my second possibility is that this dude full-on just dipped out bounced took what um physical assets he could gather and fucking left to costa rica the truck being planted, or the van, the van being planted was super sketch. Like, I, I, no one would just do that if they planned on just leaving forever. And then flying yourself to Costa Rica when you're a millionaire. Like, who the fuck would do that? Why wouldn't I pay someone to fly me? Right. Anyway, um, what are your takes on this whole scenario? So, I think that she's probably responsible for his disappearance. Um, I don't necessarily think she fed him to the tigers or the other theory out there that she buried him under the septic tank. Right. Uh, for one thing, there'd be some kind of bones that she would have to bury if she fed him to the tigers. Uh, not if their stomachs are so acidic that they can melt bones, like right. Johnny, Joe but, Exotic said. Yeah, but you'd have to get t- like multiple tigers to be sick at the same time to feed uh, to feed them to. And then uh, the meat grinder that she had was super small, so she couldn't have ground them up unless she did it like tiny chunk at a time, which I don't, I don't see her doing. But I do think she's, I don't think he just ran away. Um, it's possible, like you said, he had gold buried in the yard or whatever, so he had money that wasn't like he had to go to a bank to get. So it could have he could have easily just grabbed all the gold that he had buried and hopped a plane or took a plane down to Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, I have to say, I can't blame him um, because Carol seems pretty nuts. She's a psycho. Yeah, she very much so. Well, and but so she, I think the, the other things that lead me to believe that it's like super plausible is that they had these huge arguments Oh, it was his fucking, um, his restraining order. Yeah. So it's yeah, like the restraining he, yeah, he order. Yeah, took out this restraining order. And they break into his accountant's office, or what did they call her? It was executive accountant, right? Or Yeah, it was something. Executive assistant? Basically assistant, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, uh, they got rid of all of our stuff. She's like, they broke in. They cut all these locks, they cut the water, cut the sewer, and then they took all the documents, and all of a sudden, 
she was in charge of his entire estate, and all of a sudden the word or disappearance appeared on his will. So, you know, what? Yeah, like, I, if I were to, so here's a true crime podcast my wife listens to a lot. Um, really, from what she has told me, like you push someone off of a cruise or you feed them to pigs because pigs will eat absolutely everything. Right. Pigs um, are the perfect way to dispose of a body. Right. So tigers would probably be the next best thing if you have that available. That's just me speculating. I have no idea. I'm not like a zoologist. I don't know a whole lot about tigers. But I can assume that if pigs will eat bones, then tigers will probably also eat bones. There's a thousand ways to kill a person. And I imagine tigers is one of the best ways. Um, And have you seen the video of the old dude who gets like, snatched up by some tigers in like front of a bunch of people no Uh, no, it's a single it's a male lion pretty fucking brutal like uh he ends up surviving but watching it was you're like man i think that that dude died but there's like a follow-up video you know well and then there's that scene where um joe thinks that somebody put uh cologne or perfume or something on his boot and And they're all just keeps attacking it yeah, yeah, but then it cuts to Carol, and she's like, if somebody really wanted to have a tiger attack Joe, they would use sardine oil. And everybody's like, why would you say that? Like, you're a suspect. <laughs> Isn't that, and like, what... the most suspicious shit you've ever heard? It's like, if you wanted yeah. to kill someone with a gun, you'd shoot him in the head, not both of the legs, the kneecaps, and then drag him away quietly. You'd be like, what? That seems yeah, oddly she, specific. It, it, yeah, it seems like she had put some thought into it. Uh, herself or, or maybe kind of experience shit. with it you know what yeah. i mean like oh man they really like to eat sardine oil like that smell really sets off their like uh feral instincts where like perfume she's like oh they just want to cuddle perfume like she'd been throwing shit into a cage like what do tigers want to fucking eat i think that probably the biggest argument against him just up and running away is the fact that he had daughters and I can't imagine like just running away. I could imagine running away from Carol and maybe he didn't have the best relationship with his daughters, yeah. but I can't imagine just running away without like ever Mentioning seeing it. your daughters again. So, and then if the whole premise of him going to Costa Rica, if you're going to say outside of the fact that he's pounding his probably, cause she was what, 22 years younger when he met her. If you're going to say he's going to Costa Rica for anything besides selling vehicles, I think was the the original, right? Uh, yeah. It's probably to, like, uh, what's that fucking Blow? Have you seen Blow, the movie? No. He has the smoking hot Costa Rican wife. Like, if I'm some fucking millionaire and I have some grumpy white wife who doesn't want me selling exotic animals anymore... Uh, I'm probably just going to leave her to go hang out with my hot Costa Rican wife who's excited for $5. That's me. But so what is the fact that he also the fact that he also drove the van supposedly to the airport, left the keys and his briefcase in the van seems kind of fishy to me. You'd think that, hey, I'm going to take the keys with me or at least the briefcase with me. I'm not just going to be so. Devil's advocate. What if you do that to make it seem so fishy that people are like, there's no way you would have done that. Is that that? Uh, maybe, that's possible. Maybe I guess. you're like, so maybe you're so far ahead that that's what you think. Maybe think it was like fucking super mega next level. 
I think that by just running away, you're going to cause suspicion to fall on the person that you took a restraining order out against. Now, it's very possible that she wasn't like threatening to kill him and he was planning on running but away. But she so did. Like, I'm going to file this. Thing. Well, he could have oh, okay. been like, I'm going to file this restraining order to make it look like she's going to try to kill me. And then I'm going to leave all these clues behind that yeah. might lead to people thinking she did it. And who knows? Maybe that's the case. Like the first night that they met, he had her put a gun on him like that. Like the entire relationship seems like crazy to me. So, And that's also yeah. like in what it, that's like the 80s, right? Like, why would you? Yeah. I mean, today, like if I pulled up on some girl and I was like, hold this gun to me, we're going to go drive and talk. I hope that she would just not get in the car unless she's an idiot. And like, why, why would you do that? She, uh, she did some kind of Facebook live thing and everybody was comment. Like it was like Q and a session or something. And everybody was like commenting on how she killed her husband and how they were asking her how she got away with it and stupid crap like that. It was worth it's- a watch. So I don't know if it's true, but I was told at work recently because we have no, I don't know. What have you done in your coronavirus uh, induced downtime? Um, Schoolwork and watching Tiger King and reading. Yeah. So see, uh, so I suck. I told you earlier, I haven't started reading uh, Goblet of Fire. I remembered it yesterday, but I didn't care enough. So I was like, man, fuck that. Um, but anyway, I have done schooling, <laughs> the Tiger King, and then I've been playing video games because I'm not some loser who just reads books. Uh, no, I've actually been playing some uh, Call of Duty recently. Whoa! I know. You time. have I been play for about no way. I play for about 20 minutes and then get sick of it and stop. Did you yell? You're like, these goddamn kids think they're better than me. Back in yeah, my day, we that's... shot real people. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't do no scope 360 <laughs> headshots. You ran out of your bullets and then you bayoneted the guy in front of you. Um, I honestly don't remember what we were talking about. I feel like I had a point going into this and now I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, something we were talking about, Carol. Um, no, it's not coming. We'll just keep going. I'll remember it later, maybe. All right. So uh, before you watch this, did you know that there were more cats in captivity in the U.S. than there are in the wild? I did. I did know so that, I, but only because I am a huge, like, um, animal nerd. Cat, cat guy? Not cat guy. Like, overall yeah, animal nerd. Pretty like, sure. so, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure you are a cat guy. Don't you have a cat? But I do have one cat, yes. Um, yeah, you're however, a cat guy. No, yeah, total cat guy. Um... Prior to the sad existence I now live, I was like, I was like, I'm going to be a biologist one day. And obviously you saw how that fucking turned out. Anyway, I did know that that's been the case for a very long time. It's not like as of 2012 or something, it's been for a significant amount of time. Do you No. as a cat guy? Next question. Answer all your phone calls. Hey, all you cats and kittens. (laughs) I knew exactly as soon as you said as a cat guy, I knew there was going. No, but I have started and my wife as well. We both have taken to the 
uh, fucking Carol Baskin's excuse for a whole lot of things. So yeah, that's that really, the... if you get anything out of me besides, like, if you're like, dude, Gabe, why did you stab this dude? Well, fucking Carol Baskins threw her husband into a meat grinder. So, um, I mean, if um, you get something besides that out of me, like, you should be excited. So I downloaded some of his songs for music for this episode, like intro music and stuff. And I'm excited for you to hear uh, the intro <laughs> song that I pick because it's hilarious. Um, but that being said, how do you feel about the whole like Doc Antles and Joe Exotics of the world? So like, are you um, pissed that like all these tigers are treated so terribly and other animals? It's not just big cats. They had camels. Right, 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 right. But those are the ones that people most associate <clears throat> with and are more fond of, right? Because like a right. camel isn't as cute as like a tiger. They're not as yeah, big. And, and there's a difference between having one camel and having 200 big cats. So do, do I think that they are being treated properly? No fucking way. Not even a little bit. Like, this dude has a harem of women. Joe Exotic is feeding straight dudes meth to have sex with them. Um, God, I the description of this show is just so <laughs> insane to me. Dude, we were explaining it to a guy at work who just got here. So, like, he doesn't really have, like, a place yet. He's not watching, like, a lot of... and we were, And he, like, genuinely thought we were making shit up. And at one point... <laughs> I was like, so the meth head had his two husbands, and one of them killed himself in front of the campaign manager who used to work at Walmart. <laughs> and it's just like there's the, the the definitions you can give people without, like, fully explaining everything are so much better than the show. Like, just explain the show to somebody, but leave out, like, minute details that, like, piece shit together. It's really fucking funny. Right. Um. All right, back to the main point, though. Uh, <laughs> so I think that um, it's hard to it's hard to determine like the level of care that they are getting if they're not in a zoo. And to me, I would say that if they're not in a zoo, that they shouldn't be owned. That's if you're not in like a legit registered zoo. Like none of these people's zoos would constitute what I think is like acceptable living conditions. And maybe this and this might be the one thing where I'm like super mega liberal on because I feel like not super strongly, but like, what the fuck? How much money have these people made off like exploiting them like legitimately? Yeah, but it's just I'm like, not, <clears throat> I so, agree. Like, there's very few things that I think people should be like not allowed to have. And I feel like these giant deadly animals are definitely one of the things that like just an everyday person should not be able to own. Or even like your Joe Exotics and your uh, Doc Antles. Like, it's just, so what role do they serve if you're unwilling them, if you're unwilling to give them the same accreditation as like a zoo? What role are you allowing them to serve? Because he straight up said it. Like a lot of this comes from, 80s laws and being able to breed and sell these animals to anybody you wanted so once that's outlawed it's like you can outlaw something but if you don't enforce it what good does it do right and then you have to like i know that they're just animals or whatever but i'm a pretty big animal guy and not a cat guy like you but just animals in general and stop calling me a cat guy you fucking <laughs> asshole <laughs> what? 
one of one of the things you only have I, wait no that's jansen jansen only has corgis you have yeah don't you have I a, have a german i have a german shepherd husky mix and then my dad has a um, i thought you had a lab or a golden retriever no i don't have a corgi you killed um, it didn't you're right? thinking of either jansen or captain holt on brooklyn 99 those are the only you, two people that I know that own corgis. You know I don't watch TV. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, one of the scenes that like kind of hit me, and you could tell like Joe finally realized what he was doing, was whenever he, I think it's the very Those last fucking episode, monkeys, dude. When he's talking about the monkeys and how he had them in cages right next to each other and they couldn't interact or anything, and they lived in these tiny cages, and then he gave them to a, an actual zoo, and they were able to play together, and like they were hugging each right. other. And it's just like, that's like the kind of shit that pisses me off. Like, if you're going to have these animals and claim that you're a zoo, like at least act like a zoo and give them plenty of... Or take care of them. I don't know. Like Like, to have Joe, I think they said, had 40 acres. He had 200 200 big cats on 40 acres. Like that's, that's pretty cramped. Like the scenes when they're like running through to get food and stuff and they're all like pushed together in this giant cage it's just like that's not a zoo that's yeah and that no dude that's i mean so to be totally honest they don't fare very well in the wild like it's just there's too many hunters in countries that don't control things as seriously as a lot of other countries do like have you ever seen uh, I think I can't remember if it's I'm pretty sure it's elk like the original European elk. They were like on an elk's body with like a moose's spread and they're fucking huge, but they were just straight up killed off because the Europeans couldn't stop hunting parties like they just it became like this huge traditional thing and they just hunted them to death. And that's countries that aren't as uh, conservation aware are still doing shit like that and they don't care. Or yeah, there's so much people... money in it in underground markets, uh, and they just end up in Wuhan giving everyone coronavirus, and then we have to watch fucking Tiger King, which isn't the worst ending scenario. The beginning sucks, but Tiger King is not a bad outcome. No, watching Tiger King is probably one of the better things that I've done with my life over the past three weeks. Um, but I, th- I think one of the episodes Carol was talking uh, Carol fucking Baskin was talking and she was, I think she said that tigers in the, in, in the wild tigers need 400 square miles of land just to, that they roam and stuff. And in those little tiny, even at her place, it's only like 40 or 50 acres and she has a hundred of them. And I get that she's a rescue or whatever you want to call it, but <clears throat> it still seems pretty, uh, cruel to keep them in such a small even if it's just like one tiger on that 40 acres that's way less than what they require in the uh wild yeah so So it just seems cruel she said 400 right that's not accurate at all uh i I don't even know if it was her i just remember them saying it no i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i had like i don't know i didn't like write down every note from the series or whatever you want to call it. But uh, a male tiger is up to a hundred. 
So, uh, but I mean, she's just trying Even to still, prove that's, her point further. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I, that they I get might the just accurate like amount of misquoting space. her. She might have said a hundred, but the point but, is, it's but a, that a bitch Carol Baskins killed her husband and put him in the septic tank, so we can't listen to her. Right, and but Wikipedia maybe to. maybe it's a combination. She fed them the her husband, and then the bones that were left over, she put in the septic tank. Nobody considered that. Except for Joe. I mean, halfway, kind of. He kind of made, uh, uh, what what would you call it? Accusations at, at both scenarios, right? Mm, yeah. Well, throughout, throughout, he made accusations at both. So, um, so here's, that's the number one. So, okay, straight up, what is your, I think Carol Baskins did this to Don Lewis, right? Don, is it Lewis? I'm pretty sure it's Lewis. We'll go with Don Lewis, and if it's not, no one listens to this. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, what uh, what is your most likely scenario for what happened to this dude? We didn't we spend like 20 minutes talking about that. We we talked through a few different scenarios. Just like two words, what happened to him? Uh, She killed him. Okay, we're 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 in agreement. She killed him. If it were me, I would have flown to Costa Rica and spent the rest of my life with some. Beautiful Costa Rican girl on the beach. Uh, all right. So next, um, I guess the next biggest question mark is, I don't even know how to phrase it because he was put in prison for it. But do you genuinely think that without uh, coercing that Joe Exotic would have solicited someone to assassinate her? No. Um Dude, those two redneck fucks set. I think he should be in jail for probably a whole number of other things, but those two redneck fucks definitely set him up. No, I think that Jeff was probably. Low? Yeah. Yeah. And Jeff I don't Lowe remember the. Probably other thing. the. It, this is saying something because it's. There's a lady that probably killed her husband. <laughs> but I think Jeff was probably the biggest villain of the show. Dude, he is um, a fucking snake. Yeah, and then James, the big fat Chucky looking dude. I he, love that guy. Only for his <laughs> Eye of the Tiger scene. I don't even know yeah, what yeah, the significance very, yeah. he had besides being an informant and owning strip clubs. But if you get a, a, a fucking jet ski Eye of the Tiger scene in any Netflix original, you have to be like some kind of great human being. Like an Alexander the Great quality person. Just, I just wonder who pitched that scene. I wonder if he was like, hey, guys, <laughs> would you pay for me to rent a jet ski and go down there and film me removing some sunglasses on think, my jet ski? Think about this. You're a small town strip club business owning FBI informant. You're 280 pounds. You're five foot four. And you got to make yourself look good. What do you go to? Everyone knows. Everyone knows your first go to is. I have the tiger jet ski girls. Right. love it. That's it. He's going to open up his next strip club. He's not even going to have to pay the strippers. He's just going to show them that clip and they'll be like, fuck it. We'll work for free. You slow mo a jet ski to eye of the tiger. Right. And he, he's a terrible person, but it's hard to hate him because he almost makes up for it in that one scene. Well, so in all, let's take that one scene out of it. Like, to, he's a terrible person. Yeah, sure. But in, I honestly not, like, feel like Jeff that dude. Lowe like, terrible, no, not terrible. at all. It's weird. He's like a bad person. But there are times where I'm like, 
he's not bad because he like chose to be this way. It's because he's kind of uh, environmentally forced to be this way or fail, right? Yeah, I think I think probably what happened was the FBI had something on him, just like they had something on Jeff, and Wait. they were like, "Hey, we're not going after you. We're going after Joe." But we will. So, so inform, or you go to prison. And right. I think he made the choice of informing rather than going to prison. And he, it's not like he had any loyalties to Joe Exotic. Right, right. So I, I guess than, I can't really blame him. But other, but he does make comments where it's like, I don't want to see this dude go to jail for life. Like, these other dudes are just as... But then no, Joe it's Exotic that he got jail. Yeah, or so it's prison. insane. Let's, I, I'll stop saying jail. He goes to prison, right? So let's let's it's, not like downplay it. I don't think that he would have if it wasn't for all the animal charges, animal selling and abuse and stuff charges they put yeah, on him. To, to all compile everything together. Yeah, otherwise I don't think that half the people would have testified against him. So here's my... I, I don't understand like how it... And I didn't, I mean, I've never looked into the court case, too. So maybe this will be something for me to look up. But where do you go from, um, like, we found these tiger skulls on your property. Like, what kind of death certificates or how do you go about judging that? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, he, uh, they got the yeah, he, sure, that, blonde dude to testify against them about the tiger deaths. But what I'm saying, saying is that if, he euthanized them to make room for bit more cubs. If he gets that out of the way, because that's like a post fact. Like if you find these things and he's like, yeah, they got old and died. Like, how do you how do you combat something well, like that? And then I mean, uh, he shot them in the head. So there's evidence that he killed them. It wasn't just that they got old and died. And then you can like people can tell from bones and stuff how old an animal was. But are they putting that much money into like analyzing tiger bones? No, I'm sure they just put the charge against them, and then they got right the with very little life. effort. Yeah, because yeah, but they got the wait, dude wait, wait. To Are we talking them. about the drunk dude? That was like the most like sobering. Like, oh my god, this guy is like the only person on this whole show who cared about animals, and he's like the drunk fucking prison reject. I was like, this dude. We're talking about that guy, right? At the very end, the no, the dude with the long blonde hair. The dude that was filling up the gas can in a shed yeah, full of yeah, that's the dude I'm talking about. Where he's like at the toward the end when they're doing all the testifying, he's like, man, he they grow up so fast, and he's just pissed oh, drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, he, that was yeah, one of the he ones, I looked at that dude and I was like, man, that guy like he was trying to save the tigers, bro, and you just fucking shot the tigers in front of him and told him to shut the fuck up, and now right. he's like, he's like broke up with my fucking six year girlfriend found out that she had another family drunk on his bed crying about it. I wouldn't yeah. be comfortable being the camera guy in that room. Like, while he's that drunk crying about tigers, I'd be like, you guys need to... I either need some fucking backup in this room or I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's uh, it's also insane that, like, his one of his, his remaining... Well, I guess one of his two remaining husbands uh, testified against him. That's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, like everybody testified against him except for the one person who probably would have stood up for him, which was the dude with no legs. He didn't even get called to testify. Oh, no legs. His name was Ranky, right? Something Ranky? Yeah, Ranky. And that dude seemed like a. Yeah, another like like genuinely cared about the animals guy, which sucks. 
Um, Those are the people I feel bad like about. He, actually, he seemed like he actually cared about Joe, too. Or just the people in general. Like, he didn't want anything bad to happen to these people. He just wanted to, like, make a life for his wiener dogs and his tigers I, and shit. I, I do, so- like, at the end, when he's like, I had to leave... And then I realized I hated my wife, so I left her. <laughs> the tigers were the only thing keeping me with that bitch. She was worse <laughs> than they were. So once I figured that part out. Um, but yeah, it's insane like how they... It almost seemed like this giant plot. And I'm sure some of it is like... How I was so rock hard that you were about to say the word conspiracy. Genuinely yeah, knowing like, how you feel about stuff, I was ready for that word to come out, and I was no, fucking it does, half it, up, dude. It does seem like this giant plot or conspiracy to like bring down Joe, but at the same time, you have to like, is that what Netflix, the documentary, is trying to make right, you think? Like, exactly. Um, like, who knows? Like. <laughs> How much is left out of the documentary? <laughs> Just so here's my thing. Consider how much money uh, the FBI agents are getting paid, right? Could you imagine? It's just, uh, just imagine that you are an FBI agent, and they're like, oh, "I think we need to cut some positions," and it's like, uh, "Maybe we'll start with your department." You're like, "Oh, dude, we're investigating," um, and then you pull up like some random piece of paper, and you're like. Uh, soliciting a murder for hire. And they're like, ooh, that sounds good. And he's like, oh, shit. And then you, like, read through the rest of it, and you're like, some fucking drunk, meth-addicted gay dude said he was gonna pay some other dude who's also meth-addicted and fresh out of prison (laughs) to kill some lady fucking 2,000 miles away that he probably doesn't know where she's at anyway. He's like, yeah, I could, god dang, I found Google Maps, I could shoot her from right here, right now. And you're like, that that's the case that we're honing in on as the FBI. Like there wasn't more important (laughs) shit going on in the nineties than Carol Baskin's attempted assassination. Are you fucking kidding me? The, uh, think about the taxpayer dollars that went into that, that project. Well, I mean, it wasn't the nineties. It was only like three years ago. Uh, four years ago. Oh yeah, you're right. It was like 2015, even worse inflation. That's way more like (laughs) dollar amounts than would have been before. So you just, uh, it's, it's the 90s when she killed her husband, right? Um, no, it was like the 2000s. It was like the 90s when they met. And then she, like, I think it was like 2002 or something like that when she killed her husband. I, I don't know the time. When she killed her husband. It's been a while uh, since she killed You need to testify, husband. Nicholas? <laughs> Maybe. That sounded pretty, uh, after watching pretty that. sure. No, but even, like, so even during the documentary... Uh, whenever okay so just let me let's clarify real fast he was declared dead in 2002 oh wait 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 give me a second anyway go with what you're saying and i'll I'll give you the full-on what date he was declared um i was just gonna say during the filming when they're interviewing people and they're interviewing jeff and they ask him like did you basically lead or tell joe what to say and he's like Dude, and it's just like what? He's all. (laughs) We told him to. He's all. I told him to pay the other dude three thousand dollars, and everything would be okay. And I'm like, and you guys aren't in jail. Like, that's like if I came wiretapped to you, and I was like, Nick, give me five thousand dollars for drugs. Turned off the wiretap, and I was like, I'll give the five thousand dollars right back. I'm just kidding. That I don't even know how that flies in any other significant like how. 
Wait a second. Okay, so just a one. I feel like they coerced him into this. That's that was my feeling the whole time. They tricked his ass into doing this, right? Right. Like, sure, he would say it all the time, but there's a lot. Uh, there's like a huge gap, I think, from saying like, "I tell you all the time, I wish you would die." Yeah, and you only sometimes mean it. Right. Exactly. So, vice versa, I would absolutely under no circumstance find a dollar amount that was worth paying someone else to kill you. That's retarded. Well, you're gonna, and, and, you're gonna die somebody, eventually. Somebody else brings it up. Like, if you're gonna hire a hitman to travel, oh, yeah, it's the halfway across told, the U.S. Why would you only pay them? Like, who would only get paid three? I guess the meth addicted dude. But still, like three thousand dollars is not enough to get me to kill somebody. Right. So, all right, let's go back to the disappearance just so that we can make sure that I'm not totally retarded. He declared dead 2002. He technically, from her report, uh, was considered missing in 1997. Oh, okay. Uh, and from what I'm looking up, he has a second name, Bob Martinez. This dude could be like my uncle or something. Maybe he is. Maybe you have a dude claim to his inheritance. <laughs> Anyway, those dudes coerced the shit out of him. All three of them should be in jail. Carol Baskin should be in jail. Uh, the dude who Carol Baskin's married should be in jail for allowing her to put him in a oh Fred Flintstone. What are those? <laughs> toga? No. A Fred Flintstone toga for wedding pictures where she has a leash around your neck. He should be in jail, too. I'm pretty sure that he... No. No, dude. That dude is... So he, I was like, look in his eyes. He fears for his life in every episode that they fucking put on there. That dude is afraid I was of dying. Explaining, so, so going back to like explaining the show to people, I was explaining the, I asked my mom if she'd watched it yet. And she said, no. And I was explaining the show to her and I brought up <laughs> that scene and she's like, what? <laughs> that was like the part that she found the most unbelievable was the fact that some dude would dress up in a cat printed <laughs> toga and, put a collar around his neck and let the wife take a picture like that. And just for a frame of reference, this is after you told her about the <laughs> Oklahoma-born gay polygamist who ran for president as a libertarian. The right. most ridiculous part to Nick's mom was the fucking Fred Flintstone toga wedding pictures. Not, not anything else, everybody. I mean, would you rather hang out with a gay polygamist tiger owner slash country singer slash <laughs> addict, or would you rather hang out with Carol Baskin's husband? Um, <laughs> it's an easy choice. Could you just imagine the, the like subtle uh, cries for help he would be giving you? There's no way I would <laughs> want to hang out with that dude. He'd be like, please, please, please save me. And she would come in with just like some fucking spandex for him to wear that's tiger printed and then meow at him and call him cool cat or kitty and i'd be like dude i got i gotta go hang out with this fucking gay dude who gives meth to straight dudes to sleep with him like (laughs) and then if if you're a congress member whenever she brings the like the big cat act or whatever that she was trying that she's trying to get past every time she goes to congress she's wearing cat printed fucking leggings and like Which is an interesting jacket. And would you right. would you really listen to that lady and like do anything that she said? No, like I don't I don't know, man. A, a lot of that like 
No. If I was in Congress, I wouldn't I would show up to work a quarter of the year and not do anything anyway. Who cares? Yeah, that's true. And then in the midst of a pandemic, I would give myself a pay increase while also pushing out a stimulus bill. So <laughs> right. government. Um let's take a break <laughs> here from our sponsor, uh Nair, as always. And then uh we'll see Especially you guys on the other side. Getting rid of husbands. Right, right. All right, guys. I'm going to keep this simple. You have body hair. You don't want body hair. Use Nair. As always, do not use Nair on your butthole. You will feel the burn. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, We are still talking about Tiger King, but first, a national talk about our, our beers of the week, or in my case, drink of the week. Um, Not a beer. I am drinking a Stella uh, cider. Um, it's pretty good. It's warm outside. I finished up all my beer, so I switched to cider. I've been drinking since uh, noon, 11 today, 10 today. I don't know. I've been drinking for a while today. Um, so I had to go to the store and get something to drink. And I saw that they had some Stella cider, which is my favorite cider. So I bought it. Um, for anybody that likes cider out there like I do, um, Stella is not very sweet um, compared to like your Angry Orchards or your Reds or whatever dumb American ciders there are. Um, it's it's more crisp than it is uh sour or sweet so i enjoy it quite a bit uh it's a little dry um so if you don't like things that are dry uh probably wouldn't get it but it's pretty good gabe what are you drinking so i actually for the first time in a few weeks uh i'd say like 10 or so days i got to hit up the beer store one of the last like remaining vestiges of happiness open in the public uh i probably bring them up i would say every other week uh huge polyala fan uh that's what i'm drinking tonight it's called muscold vanilla latte it's a newer version of it they have a few versions based on where they get their coffee beans from to make it uh i love the series the muscold series if you will um they're all fantastic uh this one is a little bit softer a little bit sweeter It, it includes the vanilla and um and just a little more sweetness than the rest of the series has. Uh, they did get a new uh, like graphic design artist for their bottles, which is very clearly noticeable. They went from vagina bean or from coffee beans that look like vaginas to a very well done um, holographic looking label. But Estonian brewery, uh, amazing porter, um, very. Uh, very coffee flavors embedded in there and it's like a very roasted stout malted flavor absolutely fantastic would go back to estonia and get yelled at by my wife again for drinking too much um great beer and that that's my drink of the week uh it's in Tallinn. super cheap to get to if you're in the eu go visit it all right with that, we will go back to Tiger King. Uh, before the break, uh, we were talking uh, about all kinds of different things. 
but uh, the question of did Joe actually hire somebody to go down to Florida and kill Carol fucking Baskin? Carol uh, fucking was, Baskins. Good. Well, was brought up, and I. So I think he did. Um, Do you I think, think he, he would have without? Uh, no, intervention. I don't think he would have without intervention. I think he talked about it a lot. Yeah, of course. And then he's I a think crazy. That, what did he call himself? A gun-toting, polygamist, redneck, libertarian. Like, come on, think about this person. Of course, he talked about it. Yeah, he definitely talked about it. I mean, there's video of him talking about it uh, yeah, on yeah. his little Not whatever good... reality show that he did. Not a good. But <clears throat> I think that what probably happened was Jeff got together with the uh, other drug dude, Andy Man or whatever, yep. uh, Glover or Glover or whatever his I name know, was. I know who you're talking and about. I think they probably got together and they planned the downfall of Joe. And what happened was easy to do because he seems like an idiot. Jeff probably brought up, "Hey, we should kill, kill Carol," and Joe was like, "Yeah, we should kill Carol." And Jeff was like, "Hey, you know that my handyman's killed a guy, right?" And, teardrop. Yeah, teardrop. And Joe was probably like, "Oh, yeah, he'd be the perfect person to kill her." And teardrop. Jeff was probably like, "Hey, <laughs> you should." pay him to go down there and kill her, he'll do it for $5,000. Three. And it ended up being three because that's all he was able to get together. But From Jeff, but whatever. Yeah. So I think that I think it was planned, but I do think that his intention, like Joe really did want to hire somebody to kill her and was more than willing to let somebody kill her but probably and this is again i don't think this dude would have gone out and done done his own he seems too dumb too lazy too focused on a ton of other and i'm not saying that makes him like free like if you're willing to do it like there there's obviously some issues but i also think if you're coerced into doing something there's like um i don't know i don't want to say that it doesn't count but if you you could coerce people into a lot of things they probably wouldn't genuinely do Right. And Joe also had like this symbiotic relationship with Carol where like he could survive without her, but like a big portion of his shtick was Carol fucking Baskin. Like, I'm going to kill her. You watch know, like, me. What's he that needed, shit? He Tannerite? Had, he had this, I had to ask someone before. He had what? to shoot Tannerite dolls of her to fucking really oh, get his he, frustration out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that was like all show for him. Oh like, yeah, I mean, of course it was. Did but he still. did he hate her? Yes, but did he like play into his hate for views? Yes. If he goes down there and has Carol killed, he loses that entire part of his shtick. I see where you're going. Right. So, I, so I don't know that he really fully wanted her dead. Um, did he probably would he have cried if she would have died? No, God, no, but but I don't think that he necessarily wanted her dead, and I think that he was definitely talked into it. Um, by Jeff, and then provided and then the Jeff, funds, I think, is the concerning part to me, right? And then Jeff filmed the parts that were beneficial to him to film so that he could take over the zoo. So, um, I want to discuss way more important things than these. 
How the fuck did he end up with that like really good redheaded girl who was also willing to let him just bang out some fucking hot South American Nanny. Annie? What the fuck? Yeah, so... That dude doesn't even have a chin. Right, and honestly, the um, the chick that lived in like Iowa now that used to work for yeah. Doc Ankle... Very, like, like still... normal-looking and pretty. Like, what the fuck well, happened to you? Yeah, she's still pretty even now, but, like, back in the 90s, whenever she was, like, smoking... Right. How does, like, how do people, like, convince other people... Like, how does yeah. Doc Antle be like, hey, you can live in this horse stall with a bunch of cockroaches and I'll pay you $100 <laughs> a day and you'll work 14 hours a day. Um, but then if you sleep with me, you'll get to move into your own house, uh, and be one of my wives and then we'll bang anytime I want. Like how right. do you convince somebody, especially you look like Doc Antle, how do you convince somebody that's very attractive to do that? I don't I'm know, not, man. I seriously want to know. I'm not a magician. I, yeah. I need this information. Can, does, does someone have this, uh, this codex on how we, we do this? Dude, I thought like, the same are thing. Are like, really that like much of a, a erotic aphrodisiac? <laughs> like, do I need to get a baby tiger? Yeah, we're. I maybe that's the part. Maybe me and you have everything figured out except for baby tigers. Like, wouldn't that be some shit if that was like our missing piece of the puzzle? They're like, man, you guys are really good looking, but you don't have any baby tigers. It's like, what? What? That's what yeah, you've been I'm, looking even, for? Even Jeff Lowe, who I don't even know how to describe him, but he's not very good looking and he wears the same uh, outfit every single day. Do you remember, have you seen Pineapple Express where they, um, the guy, what's that show that you were just talking about? Brooklyn 911, 911? What is it fucking called? Brooklyn 99. Whatever. God damn it. That show. The little old dude in there, he calls Seth, Ro- or Seth Rogen calls him a chimp fuck. That's exactly how I would describe Jeff Lowe. He's a chimp fuck. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's not very attractive. No chin. Lauren or whatever her name was was pretty. Like his wife was pretty attractive. Yeah. And then she's just allowing him to have threesomes whenever he wants and to sleep with other women and bang out the nanny as long as she speaks Spanish and can teach her kid how to speak Spanish. And it's like what like. I don't understand this at all. No, I don't. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure how you uh, get yourself into these situations. But yeah, it, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense either way. Um, um, but then there's and- okay. So let's go to one of the also ridiculous situations that arises in this entire thing. Is that the most reasonable person, from what I could tell from most of this thing? Is the former drug dealer and guy who murdered people. Uh, I can't think of his name because it's too hard to pronounce. And I just, uh, I can't think. Do you know the the Cuban dude who fucking killed people? Oh, yeah. The dude that lives in Miami. Yeah. He's like the, the most genuinely reasonable human being on that whole thing. I'm like, how did, how was this your guys's like, uh, what did they call it? Uh, the opposite of a variable. I don't know what you're trying to say. Your control. How is this the control for normal people on the show? Is the, the oh, former like the drug baseline. dealer? 
Yeah, the former drug dealer who killed people is the control on this fucking show. Like, what? Yeah, what the, the fuck dude happened that, here? The dude that they like made Scarface about, basically. <laughs> and yeah. he's your normal, like, he's your big cat normal guy that doesn't have a thousand wives and isn't a gay polygamist with a country singing past and all these things. Like, he's the nor- most normal of the four people they talk about on the show. Terrifying. Which is crazy. Right. Because um, I guess you could say Doc Antle's like the next closest, but even him, he's a polygamist. That, and like, then they come out down in the middle of the town on his elephant. Like, he's not normal. Yeah, which was also a really weird did flex. You see, did you see what he uh, he has his doctorate in? Well, mystical like, science. Mystical science. So, <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to put that on my next fucking, uh, um, fucking resume. I'm a mystical scientist. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so he's not normal, obviously. Carol is just batshit crazy. Um, Carol and then, killed her husband. Yeah, and she's also a murderer. And then you have Joe, who somehow is the most insane of all of them. He's like a lovable retard, though. That's kind of how I felt about him the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like the guy that you should hate, but you don't hate. Right. So, and I mean, probably other people don't feel the same way as me. That's totally fine. But I definitely got a lovable retard vibe from him. Like, that dude wouldn't trust him to do anything at all, ever. But I would have a fantastic time watching Sesame Street with him. That's about the yeah. extent of how I was like, oh, well, well, you know, if you trust him to keep people safe around big cats, like you <clears throat> kind of deserve there's, whatever's coming to you. You know what I mean? There's also, I think his name was Tim, the guy that like, Tim Stark, the dude to... who's at the beginning and the very end. Yeah, he's like the guy that always had the monkey on his lap whenever he's being also, interviewed. Also very weird, but yes. Yeah, I mean, weird, but I mean, owning a monkey and in that a, world a, that they a live dream in, of mine the, so yeah yeah i mean it's not the most crazy thing so he's pretty normal too i guess compared to the rest of them and he was able to like spot that joe or that uh jeff was a terrible person from like the get-go and backed right. out of the yes. plan for the zoo totally agree on that part still um, very very concerning but yeah jeff is probably the biggest villain I guess, of the show, if the show has villains. Right. Um, like, think about what he did. Like, he he rented a mansion in Vegas so that he could throw a party for Joe to convince Joe that he was rich so that Joe would sell him the zoo for basically nothing because he's in legal trouble with Carol. Uh, Carol fucking Baskin. Fucking Baskins. And, yeah, you have to And say then he it. comes in. Then he comes in, hires his own guy who's a lazy piece of shit murderer. And oh, then, yeah, that dude. I can't yeah, think of his he, name ever. It's something Glover, I, I, right? Yeah, I think it's like Alan Glover or something like that, but um, I don't really remember. Uh, he uh, then kicked Joe, basically made Joe commit conspiracy to commit murder. And then kicked him off off of the zoo that he built. And then he got into business with Tim and didn't 
do any of the work and made Tim do all the work. And then Tim's like, no, I'm not doing this. And it's just like insane how evil this guy is. And yet his wife is still hot and lets him bang the nanny. So maybe that's the key is you have to be like semi chaotic evil. Yeah, maybe that is the key. I don't know. Maybe you just have to have that kind of like vibe about you. Yeah, if you're not like, I mean, I guess for you, it would be like comparing it to Joe. Like, how did Joe get three husbands? I've tried. Uh, yeah, you've obviously tried, and you're stuck with two wives instead of three husbands. Yeah, I just got you and Courtney. It's a terrible, terrible trade. And Joe oh. gets Joe gets a beautiful man with a mouth without teeth, and but here I am with you. Joe, you have all your teeth. It's bullshit. But Joe is doing something even crazier. He's convincing straight dudes to marry him. Uh, I don't know if it ever says if his third husband, the dude that that uh, dude is all right. Very so end, he speculation that dude's gay. Like, let's... yeah, but the but the first two, like he convinces these straight dudes that spend all their time sleeping with all the women that work there. He sp- he convinces them to marry him for meth. And That's, I dude. don't know. It just it seems insane that like these guys have these personalities out there that can just convince people to do whatever they want kind of the flip side of me says that joe exotic is what the dare program was missing when i was a kid like think (laughs) about how much less likely people would be to do drugs if they knew they'd end up like just be like if you do meth this dude's gonna convince you to let him fuck you i'd be like dude i'm never doing anything what that's the yeah, outcome of all these things. They used to right. tell me I'd fucking do crack and fucking end up on the streets. I'd rather that shit than sleeping with that dude. The dare program was fucked, and Joe Exotic was the way out. All right, we have about five to ten minutes. Is there one last topic that you want to talk about with Joe or about the show? With Joe, no. Um, overall, oh, I mean, there's real quick. Weird. I just read an article. Joe got moved to a Texas prison hospital because the prison that he was in in Oklahoma, a bunch of people got infected with coronavirus. Not surprised. Yeah. So let's, I mean, just, uh, I'm cool with a quick coronavirus update and I think that we can wrap it up, man. All right. Um, nothing so, really has where has where has life led you into this point? Like you, your, your um, well, what has changed about your daily routine before and after? And have you noticed any other significant changes yet? No, um, it's almost like a new normal. Everybody's kind of seeming to just accept what their lives are now. Right. Um, when you go out, that's limited that you go out like grocery store or gas station or whatever. Um, yeah, seems like everybody's accepted the new normal. Yeah. Which is uh, really strange. Uh, I feel like here they were pretty slow to, um, I don't know, kind of take hold of it. You know what I mean? And then since then, it has been pretty rapid. Like I go to get groceries as um, infrequent as that is, and it's very dead inside. Like, uh, there's no like empty shelves or anything like that, but it's like four or five people inside like a pretty significantly sized store. So 
that's been pretty much the biggest change. Um, working significantly less, which I'm pretty pumped about. But um, I mean, that that that's my own personal reality's benefit of all of this. But other than that, I mean, things are. I'm all good. Are you all nice and healthy? Your family's all nice and healthy, right? Yeah, so far so good. Right. Yep. So that's kind of the boat I'm in. Uh, I have taken into um, very roughly using this term, but splitting. It's definitely like a 25-75 thing with the wife, uh, but homeschooling duties. So that's been that's oh, been our yeah. our major tra- change is that uh, we have now become teachers, which is not anything I expected ever at any point in my life. So. Uh, she's doing way better than I am, though. So, but other than that, no. Uh, I think we're both in the same boat. Not a whole lot of changes. Um, <clears throat> hopefully everyone else is as sane as and uh, content as the two of us are. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Um, any Remember to last uh, words? wash your hands, sanitize yeah, them. Bro. Right, uh, wash your hands. Don't know your bowl. Lysol wipes, not a good substitute for washing your hands, but if that's all you have, or whatever. Your yeah, don't Lysol your butthole either. And uh, as always, thanks, Mom, and thanks, everyone else. All right, see you guys next week. Because I saw Tiger.